to the airwaves. My name is Colin, I'm Mr. Valentine, and you are listening to the Mr. and Mrs. Valentine podcast recorded live from our apartment. Good afternoon. Uh, I mean, it's not afternoon here, but I don't know when you guys are listening to this. And welcome to the Mr. and Mrs. Valentine show. My name is Colin. And my name is Lindsay. And uh, this is the podcast where we review movies, and we're currently watching through every Disney movie in chronological order, and this week brought us to... Alice in Wonderland. Which I wasn't sure what to expect going into this one, um, because I had not seen Alice in Wonderland since I was a kid. I always enjoyed it, I think. Yeah. All I could remember is that I was scared of the Red Queen, or the Queen of Hearts, or whatever you want to call her. Yeah, she's very intimidating. I really didn't like Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I think they're very, very creepy. Yeah, they don't do much. It's their story that's weird. Um, anyways, if you've been here before, uh, you know how it goes. We're going to give you a brief summary of the movie. We're going to break down what we liked about the characters, the music, the plot, the animation. And then we're going to give it a tier uh, between F and S. F being the worst and S being like absolute the best movie possible. Um Basically, just as a kind of breakdown, F is bad. We didn't like it at all. Um, D is, yeah, it was fine, I guess. Like, I would never want to see it again, but, like, it had some merits. C is, like, a shrug, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's like, like yeah, it's, it's somewhat memorable, but it's meh. Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't think I'd ever watch this again, but it was good enough, I guess. It's that um, emoji with eyes and no mouth. Yeah, that actually, that makes sense. B is like, okay, all right, like, this is solid. I liked it. Um, I'm not going to, like, leap to watch it again. This is like a once in a year, yeah. possibly, film. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, okay, this is like a good seasonal film or something. And then um, A is, this is a really, really good Disney movie. Um, this is great. This is one of their be- better ones. Um, it's really enjoyable. And then S is like, this breaks the glass ceiling of being a good Disney movie and is a, just a really exceptional film. I would say on its, its own. The best way to describe S movies is it becomes a comfort film. Um, I don't think that, no, because I don't think that's that's accurate because comfort is different for everybody that's fair right like 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 if i say hey like if somebody tells me hey my comfort food is you know i I mean so with pineapple i'm like that's weird i guess it's probably more like comfort movies for like you and me because we're the ones reviewing it yeah and obviously the ones we like the most are ones we would want to watch again Um, yeah i'm trying to maintain a little bit of objectivity with these and not just being like, well, I didn't like it. Like, except with Pinocchio. Pinocchio sucks. I remain to be quite biased. Um, Pinocchio sucks. Um, and nobody can tell me otherwise. I don't. I never want to see Pinocchio ever again. It was horrifying. And we um, never will. But like, yeah, I feel like if we just go by like, it's a comfort film. It's like, yeah, I mean, but that doesn't really like. It can. Uh, a comfort film can be a comfort film without being a good movie. And I, I'm trying to be like, are these good movies? Um, but like, yeah, S tier is like, this is exceptional. Um, 
So yeah, uh, before we get into that, if you like the podcast and you want to support it or listen to it earlier, we do have a Patreon. And if you just want to interact with us and chit chat with us, we also have a Discord. Uh, all of those links are linked to the in the description with our link tree uh, if you're listening on a podcast platform. So definitely check that out. Come join the Discord. Come hang out. It's a lot of fun. And uh, Patreon is great because you get lots of cool stuff. And you get early access to the podcast, but we'll tell you more about that later. Yes. So, Alice in Wonderland. Um, let's give him the plot summary. She, it starts out on Riverbank. She is studying with her sister. That's her sister? Yes. Yeah. I was doing some reading. That is her sister. Um, she's studying with her sister. Her sister's like, da 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 da. This is history books, and she's like, I don't like it. My books would be all pictures, and the world would be very silly. And then she's a white rabbit running around and follows it, and she ends up in a world that is very silly. Um, things happen, and like the movie doesn't have like a traditional plot structure. I guess you know, until it, the very end. It's quite all over the place. It, it, I I describe it as like cats. The musical. Musical? Yeah. And where you're introduced to a bunch of characters who then sing you a song. And, and it just feels and Alice is basically just wandering about the world. Um meeting different characters. She meets Tweedledee and Tweedledum. She meets a, a doorknob. She meets the flower people. She uh, goes to the mad tea party. She goes to the white rabbit's house. She meets the queen of hearts. Uh, so a lot of, she meets a lot of different people and they all have different songs and bits. But And the Cheshire cat. Right, and the Cheshire cat and the caterpillar. There's a lot of people. Yeah, they, that is also not the order that they were seen in, but it's hard to remember them in the actual order. So Yeah, that's why it's hard to be like, here's the plot of the movie and go over it because there's just a lot. But basically, um, the movie feels very existential. She's clearly not enjoying it, and she's trying to apply logic and reason to a world that doesn't have it. Um and I think she's slowly realizing that, okay, well, maybe a world where everything is silly all the time sucks. Yeah. And so she eventually ends up in the court or or courtyard, more specifically, of the Red Queen and is told to play croquet with her. And it's very, very unfortunate because the cards are biased in favor of the Queen and fully against Alice. But the Cheshire Cat shows up, uh, basically taunts the Red Queen. I'm going to call her the Red Queen because I keep forgetting she's actually called the Queen of Hearts. Taunts the Queen. And um, the Queen blames Alice. So they have a trial for her. And it's it, it's a kangaroo court, essentially. What it, does that mean? Uh, it's rigged. It's just a rigged thing. She just wants... Uh, like the um, Court of Mabel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so then Alice flees and everyone chases her. And she flees and then wakes up to find out it was all a dream and then leaves. And that's, that's the, that's the movie. How exciting. Yeah. Um. Riveting retelling. Thank you. Look, it's, 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 it's a weird movie in that a lot happens, but like not a lot happens. Not a lot happens, but a lot goes on. Exactly. That would make sense. It's like when you're at a party and you don't know anyone and 
the person that you actually knew leaves you alone. Mm-hmm. And you have to meet all these people. Right. It's 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 very weird. Uh, that being said, right, and it's like it could easily be compared to Pinocchio and how like weird and offbeat and borderline scary it is at times, but it, it's supposed to be weird. Like it's supposed to be a screwed up film, so like it gets the pass. Whereas Pinocchio is supposed to be like a fable, and it's not. It's horrifying. You know, I yeah. I really like Alice in Wonderland. Um, you seem very nervous admitting this. <laughs> it's just that, like, there's a lot of parts that just make you go, "What?" Right, exactly. Um, so, I mean, I guess the easiest, an easier way to break down this movie because of its untraditional format is to talk about major characters. So the first one I guess we'll talk about is Alice. Um, What did you think about Alice? Alice has great fashion sense. Yeah, nice dress. She does try, like, she does end up figuring out the world somewhat. Um, And to her credit, like, she does a really good job of trying to handle it the best she can. Mm -hmm. Um, either by figuring out that if you eat one mushroom, it'll make you bigger. If you eat the other, it'll make you smaller. It's but, different sides of the mushroom. Yes. But, actually. Just what? even Okay, yes. Yeah. Which is even weirder <laughs> um, than if it was just the mushroom. But then if you eat it at the same... No. If you lick the mushroom, then you'll grow a little bit. Yeah. Which, honestly, is quite upsetting. Yeah. Um, and then there was like her try she where she has both of them and she grows massive in the court, but then immediately shrinks down. Um, I liked her a lot though because you know she was she was capable. I guess is the best way to put it. You know. Yeah, she was. Like at no point did I feel like she was gonna like, you know. Be, she she was like a damsel in distress. She didn't really need anyone to save her. She was just like frustrated, and she was doing the best she could given the unfortunate uh, and awful situation she was in. So like, you know, she really did a great job. She did. Like, I credit her for her perseverance during yeah. this challenging time. During this challenging time, sounds like she was like living through COVID. Um, isn't that how COVID just felt though? Like Wonderland. Uh, no. Um, yeah. So I really liked Alice. She's a great character, animated very well, good fashion sense, like you said. Um, next major characters we meet, I guess, would be primarily Tweedledee and Tweedledum, who I thought they had more to do. I don't like, like Tweedledee like, and Tweedledum. I don't like them either. But just like thinking about them, like, I thought they had more to do. But you no, they just tell this weird little tale. I wouldn't be surprised if they had or they planned on having them have a bigger part. And then they decided against it just because they were so creepy. Well, it's also, I mix up 
the animated one and the Tim Burton one, and certain characters have more of a major role in the Tim Burton one than they did in this one, and I think that is the case with Tweedledee and Tweedledum. But they just show up and they tell this weird story about oysters dying and being eaten, and it's like, okay, that's... By a walrus. Yeah, it's like, okay, that was a weird choice, guys. A lot of better. This carpenter guy goes to kill the walrus for being a murderer. Yeah, it's it's weird. And then they're just like, that was our tale. Um, this is very weird. Um, I don't like them. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Do not recommend. Yes? Ever. Ever. Uh, next major character she meets, to my recollection, is the caterpillar. Is it? No. She meets the flowers and then the caterpillar. I don't consider the flowers major characters. Like who? Rem- I, I like, think so. I don't even remember the they were in the movie before I saw the movie. I remembered the caterpillar. That's kind of what I'm using as basis well, for major I character. I'm just going to clarify that after she met Twiddledee and Twiddledum, she met, she met the flowers. And they, and they sang were weird. their flower song, and then they made fun of her because she said she wasn't a flower, and yep. they thought she was a weed. Yep. They were really mean and abusive. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, then she came. Then she meets the caterpillar, who's a jerk. Basically, just kind of keeps asking, "Who are you?" Right, and and is blowing on his hookah pipe, and then he turns into a caterpillar and yells at her some more, and then leaves. It's like, that's kind of just like how every character interaction feels in Wonderland is they show up, do some weird stuff, make fun of her, and then leave. The only good thing that he brought to the film is that he told her about the mushroom. Yeah, that was a bit of, that was a bit of a benefit to her. Oh, right, because at that point she was tiny. Like small, yeah. And it did help her regain her normal size. Uh, then I think she meets the Cheshire Cat, who's... Honestly, just cryptic. Like, he just says weird things all the time and is not very nice, but isn't, like, mean. He's more mischievous? He's morally ambiguous. Ooh, there's some more using big words today. I don't know. The Cheshire Cat gives me bad vibes. Yeah. And I hate seeing that because I love cats, but he's just creepy. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I agree. He's incredibly creepy. And the vibes he gives off are terrible. The vibes deteriorated when he came on the film. <laughs> there were good vibes, and now they're bad. Honestly, Wonderland's entire vibes are just messed up. Um, yeah. So yeah, I really don't like the Cheshire Cat. He's super, super weird and just gross. You know, like he looks creepy. He acts creepy. And then, I mean, this brings us to the next, to another major character. We're not going in complete order, and we'll we'll deviate back to the tea party later. But, like, he ruins everything with the Queen of Hearts. Mm-hmm. Like, completely. He almost gets Alice killed. And he doesn't care. He basically dips as soon as he ruins everything. Because mm-hmm. he basically, he keeps jumping on her and ruining her shot and embarrassing her, and then everyone laughs at her. And she is obsessed with, like, the adulation of her subjects. Like, if she's being flattered in any way, she's completely fine. But as soon as she's not being flattered or seems like, or feels like she's being made for, as the fool, she loses her mind and just, mm-hmm. like... She's very self-centered. Oh, incredibly. Um, 
scary too because like when she yells and screams her face goes really red and she's got tiny little arms like a little t-rex lady uh yes that being said she does make for a fairly memorable villain that is true right like i can def i wouldn't place her in like the top tier of disney villains with like um you know, like Scar or something, mm-hmm. but like, oh, she's pretty good. You know, like she's definitely very vain and, and, and villainous. Um, but of course, I mean, the most popular characters outside of Alice and the Cheshire Cat are the March Hare and the Mad Hatter. Yes, I agree. Um, and so they are introduced singing. Um. The- Happy on birthday. Merry on birthday. Oh, Merry on birthday. Merry on birthday. Yeah, it's fancy. Merry on birthday. Um, it's not an English show. It is now. I'm doing an accent for that. No, I'm not. Um, it's very fancy, though. Um, so they are, I think, my favorite part in the entire movie. My fi- Or my favorite, I guess, joke in the entire movie comes from the March Hare. When Mad Hatter's like, would you like some tea? And he's like, yes, but just half a cup. And he just cuts the cup of, he cuts the cup in half and it fills up the whole thing. And I'm just like, that is, that's funny. I, I like, like that. when the Mad Hatter eats his teacup saucer after dipping it in his tea. Oh, yeah. The entire tea party scene is composed very well. It's the only two people in Wonderland who don't feel like they're actively antagonizing Alice. Well, what about what? the the white rabbit? Oh, right, yeah. He he's just a depressed little boy, I guess. He just calls her a monster. That's pretty mean. But she is growing enormous and breaking his home. Um, but no, them like we forgot about Dodo. Dodo Captain. Okay. Who was well, ready to well, burn we, the white we, rabbit's house down? We can we can get back to it though. Well, that's basically all that he does. Yeah. <laughs> he threatens to burn the White Rabbit's house down with Alice inside, and the White Rabbit doesn't like that. Uh, but no, the March Hare and the Mad Hatter are probably my favorites because they're not actively hostile or antagonistic towards Alice. And they're funny. And the entire tea party scene is, like, very bouncy and light. And it doesn't feel like Alice needs to be afraid of anything. It's more just like, this is weird and confusing, but not scary and threatening. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the best part in the movie is probably the tea party just because it's very memorable. Everyone remembers the Mad Hatter, maybe not the March Hare, but I I would say people forget his name, but like visually they're like, oh yes. And there's a rabbit with him. Why do they call him the March Hare? Not a clue. I can look that up, though, as I tend to do because I'm stationed at our computer. So, did you know that um, the Mad Hatter is called the Mad Hatter due to um, the process of making top hats? Yes. Yes. Did you know that that's actually completely fake? Because you don't go mad from your top hats. The makers who make the like 
top hat process, like which is very extensive. Um, they actually like died from, or like they went mad from the mercury. No, 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 no. They didn't go mad. They got severe health complications from the mercury that was used to felt down the. That's an fur. no. Yes. Yes. Because they would be inhaling it. And it, depending on the process, like what part of the top hat process you were working in, you would be less affected because if it was wet, then it would be more. Ex- yes, but, and I just looked this up, mad as a hatter does come from the fact that accumulation of mercury in the body causes symptoms similar to madness. So it does make you sick. It, you do die, but those symptoms do like portray themselves as you're not literally mad. You just seem mad. Okay. Cause I watched this whole video. I believe it's by Nicole Rudolph okay. on YouTube right. um, where she made her own um, top hat for, I believe who's the blue guy with, like curly nose from Bing Bong, what from the Muppets? Who oh, like Gonzo? Gonzo, Gonzo. She made a, like a whole outfit based off of his outfit, and she made her own top hat. And she talked about Mad Hatter disease. Yeah, no, because like you're not literally mad. You just you seem mad because that's where the phrase "mad as a hatter" comes from. Very interesting. Uh, but like. Obviously, it's like, yeah, you could use a little bit of mercury, but, like, it's that buildup over time. Uh, anyways, March hair, the idea of a mad, quote, mad March hair comes from hair behavior you're most likely to witness in the month of March. The sort of behavior you see includes madcap chases and furious boxing matches. So it's basically because it's March, the hairs are, like, it's mating season, so they're all trying to, like, prove that they're tough and fight each other and show who's faster and whatever and chase the ladies. So it looks like the hairs are, like... All, Crazy. Yeah, they're all wild and stuff in that month. So, uh, mad as a March hair. So we have the mad as a hatter and mad as a March hair at the tea Very party. Interesting. That's, yeah, it's interesting. That's good. Look at that. We're an educational podcast now. It's, isn't that beautiful? Yes. We're delightful. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the white rabbit is he's essentially the impetus for all of this because Alice is mostly just like. In, intrigued by him, I guess. Mm-hmm. But mm. she never gets tea during this entire tea party. But she doesn't, yeah. So, yeah, she, but she's basically the mad hair's not mad hair, the white hair, white rabbit, come on, Colin, is running around. And Alice is like, oh my goodness. And so she's chasing him and trying to find him. And he finally shows up at the tea party, mm-hmm. uh, gets his watch destroyed by the mad hatter because he's you like, oh, honest. we're going to fix this. The entire scene of them fixing the watch is actually very delightful to watch. I don't know why. It's hilarious. Well, because they rip open the watch and they start slathering jam and Just the, tea in the it. The way that like they added the jam and the butter so easily is just like, mm, you yeah, know what? It's very I, nice. <laughs> I know it's a watch, but I definitely eat it. You eat the. I mean, it's Wonderland. You probably could eat the watch. In all honesty, it was um, an unbirthday present. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that pretty much sums up all the characters and I guess the plot mm-hmm. as well. They're very interesting, they're very lively, and they're memorable. 
right? Except the flowers. I hate the flowers. They're stupid. I like the flowers before they become very discriminative. I just think they're weird. Because they, uh, they're weird. I like... Flower hater. Yeah. I think my favorite is the Mad Hatter and the March Hare. Just because they're funny. And like... And, yeah. The tea party sequence is the most... It's like the nicest scene in the entire movie because it's it's no one's being actively a jerk and she's not in like any trouble. Which is a really interesting like narrative to take because it's like everyone else in this silly, silly world is very quick to judge you and mock you. Um, But these guys are literally mad and and they don't care. Yeah, they don't care Mm -hmm. like that. Exactly. You are not from this place. They're yeah. just chilling and singing about unbirthdays. No, they're they're a lot of fun. Um, speaking of singing, this movie has no less than fourteen songs. Um, it also, I believe, was nominated for, and it might have won, but I believe it was only nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Soundtrack in the year it came Aww, out. Yeah, that's nice. Um, it has a lot of songs, which unfortunately are. So many of them are so short and just like that I don't remember many of them, but they're good, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, it's not, it, it's not like the other Disney movies where it's like, oh yeah, that's a song from Alice in Wonderland that I love and remember, but it's like, it has a lot of music. It has a lot of music. Um, all of it's very good. It's very fitting with the... The, the movie, you know? Yes. Um, I think, honestly, the one that I remember the most is Marianne's birthday. I think, yeah, I think that's probably the one that people remember the most. Um, I honestly couldn't name you another song from the entire film. Like, I know that there are, that they're there, and I kind of know sometimes where they are, but I couldn't name you one <laughs> other than Marianne's birthday, which is fun. Um... Yeah, music. Animation wise, the movie is really impressive, though. Like mm-hmm. visually stunning. They continue to make improvements in the way that they. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Um, like just lots of bright colors, lots of interesting visuals. Um, I mean, obviously they had a lot to work off of with Lewis Carroll's original story, mm-hmm. but you know, it's you know, they, they did bring it to life. Um, yeah. Do you have any final thoughts on Alice in Wonderland? Um, what do you think of the voice actors? Do you think they Um, all are suitable for their cast? I mean, this is, it's also, it is a little weird because this isn't, this is pre Aladdin and pre Aladdin. They didn't have major name voice actors. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I couldn't tell you who was who. Well, except for the fact that Winnie the Pooh was Cheshire cat, which is, Freaking unsettling once you know that. Um, I also, wish I didn't know that. I believe this is correct. I haven't actually looked it up. Okay. I believe that the white rabbit is voiced by the same man who voices Smee. In Peter Pan. In Peter Pan. Which is a nice plug for our next episode. episode. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Bill Thompson. Okay, um... Walt Disney Studios. 
Yeah, he was Mr. Smee and other pirates in Peter Pan. Um, he's the king in Sleeping Beauty. And then he also does a lot of dogs in Lady and the Tramp. Um, so yeah. But he uh, was the White Rabbit, too. Yes, right? he, he, a lot of, he did a lot of Disney voice work. Like, a lot, a lot. Um, fun fact for, for you, Lindsay, though, um, the White Rabbit in the live action Alice in Wonderland is voiced by Michael Sheen. What? Yeah. That's, that's interesting, isn't it? Isn't that interesting? I don't like that. But it's interesting. It's interesting, but I don't like that. Um, it, um, he's he's nice though. Like he's he's a nice boy in this one. Um, because there's a lot more to it. Like I, I do want to watch the live action Alice in Wonderland. I haven't seen it in years. I from what I remember, it was okay to good, and I know that through the Looking Glass was not good. But anyways, um, so yeah, voice acting the movie was really good. Um, I'm ready to issue my grade. You're great for it. For Alice in Wonderland, yes. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I think we agreed on an A. An A, yeah. Yeah. For Um, Alice. That's the only reason why. Otherwise, it was a total F. No, I'm kidding. It's really (laughs) good. Um, We placed it because, like, it has a tier list. So, like, we still, they're ranked somewhat within their grade. Uh, We did place it below Cinderella because Cinderella is just so exceptional. But it was really good. It was really good. Um, so yeah, that's Alice in Wonderland. And um, you know, moving on, just as a quick brief into other things we've watched over the past week, we did sit down and watch the animated Cinderella. Uh, yes, and that was Twist really in good. Time, Cinderella Three: Twist in Time, which was fabulous. Mm-hmm. Like so, so good. We watched Heather the movie and start, Heather's. Sorry, Heather's yeah. the movie and started watching the play. We're almost on the play. Musical. We have maybe twenty minutes left. Um, yeah. But Heather's is really good. I'd seen it before. It was Lindsay's first time seeing it, but uh, but with the like increase in its use in audios on TikTok, we wanted to give it a watch, and it was it was good. I mean, I enjoy it. It's it's darkly comic. Um, and then you've also been watching The Good Place. Yes, I've been watching The Good Place. I enjoy it. Yeah. Which I feel like everyone's seen it, so it's not like you need to like hype it up for anyone. Yeah. And then you also watched Upload Season 2, which yes. you were really unhappy with the cliffhanger on that. But yeah, I hate cliffhangers, because it seems like every time I watch a movie... No, sorry. Every show. time I watch a show, it'll be that it has like one or two seasons. And I'll watch it, and then it'll end on a cliffhanger, yep. and I have to wait a year, maybe two, for the next season. Well, it's like, I, I watched the first season of Upload the day it came out, and I watched the second season of Upload the day it came out, so I'm just like, I'm on full wait. Because they're, so, they're short episodes, they're such easy watches, but they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what we recommend this week. Uh, Good Place, Heather's, Cinderella 3 Twist in Time, and Upload Season 2, again. Um... Yeah. As mentioned earlier, though, we do have a Patreon, and Lindsay is now going to give you guys a quick 
uh, view as to what you can get by signing up. So if you guys haven't listened to any of our previous podcasts, I'll run through everything. So I believe we have a $1 tier, do we? Yeah. 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 We don't need to tell them like every okay. single like we have quite breakdown, a few tiers. just kind of the um, different things the, they can get and they the, can go look. The interesting stuff comes in at the second tier where you can get a monthly sticker, um, which the top tier people do get to choose yeah. or help me choose which one to make each month um so this month for april is going to be appa and then the next tier up uh five dollar canadian is going to be does you get, get a crochet pattern yes you get a sticker and a crochet pattern each month um so this month is going to be calcifer okay. it is super cute super easy um kind of hard to find the yarn for it but that's a problem for another day um i don't remember what else is in the early access to the podcasts um discord discord rules discord channel access there's a lot of stuff mm-hmm. you can definitely check that out uh yeah. we've also we are present as mr and mrs valentine on instagram Lindsay's present as creative haven on instagram and i stream as colin valentine on twitch so if any of that stuff interests you definitely swing around check that out like i said all those are linked to the link tree in our description and i believe that is it for us for today uh, my name is colin and my name is Lindsay, and we are mr and mrs valentine please Drive safely.